0: museum, a repository of death. <laughs> Here in the grim stone structure on the Thames, which houses Scotland Yard, you'll find a warehouse of homicide where everyday objects, oh a brass lamp, a nail file, a lady's hat all are uh, touched by murder. Receipt for payment for ten gallons of gasoline. Familiar object. You've had it many times yourself if you drive a car, but this particular receipt.
1: Your receipt, Inspector. Tanks full, oil and water fine. Thank you. Hmm. Quite a receipt you hand out. My partner's idea. <laughs> he likes it. Look at this, Sergeant. Stamped with a gallows, complete with corpse, and marked settled rather
0: appropriate, eh? Well, today, as I told you, this receipt lies in its proper place, an honored place, in the Black Museum.
2: From the annals of the Criminal Investigation Department of the London Police... We bring you the dramatic stories of the crimes recorded by the objects in Scotland Yard's Gallery of Death, the Black Museum.
0: Here we are, the Black Museum. Scotland Yards Museum, a museum of murder. Here, here lies death, arranged in glass cases, lined along the shelves on the tables, larger objects standing on the floor. Oh, well, there's an old-fashioned trunk. There's nothing in this trunk but some old clothes. The clothes led to a furnace. The things in the furnace led a man to the gallows is a teacup with saucy. Charming, graceful, real bone china, but the contents were deadly. Ah, here we are. Here's the receipt I told you about. Settled, it says. Paid in full. Ten gallons of gas. From the evidence, Police Constable Matthews had anything but murder on his mind that very early morning, an hour before dawn, as he patrolled the quiet country road near his home in Essex.
3: Summer must be almost over. Cold this time of morning. Not even false dawn yet. Nights are getting longer. Pleasant enough this tour during summer. Lonely a bit, I suppose gives a man time for thinking. What do I think about Ellen and the breakfast she'll have for me? (laughs) Egg, bit of bacon, cup of tea, then some sleep. Ridiculous. Grown man sleeping in broad daylight when you come to think of it. Well, company coming. Seems to be traveling at quite a rate. Too fast, even this time of night. Drop that car! Pull over here! I know that car. Never saw him drive like that before. Well, I must say, sir, you're you're going rather fast. Oh. What's the idea, Constable? I'm in a hurry. Yes. So it seems. Let me see your license. I know how to drive. Where have you come from? Longridge Garage. It's a long way from here. Called out on an emergency. I said i in a hurry to get back now. And this car is yours? Oh, it's mine. Oh, another of you. In the back seat. Can't you keep that flashlight out of my eyes? What's the number of this car? See for yourself. It's on the plates. I know the number. Do you? What is this, an investigation? If you want it that way... Oh! Oh! doing? He's
1: dead, all right. I'm making sure. No dead man keeps my face in his eyes.
3: (gunshot) Now he's got no eyes. Hurry, we got to get out of here.
0: face turned skyward, policeman Constable Matthews didn't see the dawn. Later that morning, another man trudged along that Essex road, mail sack on shoulder, busy with his own thoughts, until... Good, it's Matthews. Or what's left of him.
1: Oh, what a rotten way to die. Here, I'll have to get help.
0: Help was very soon in coming. First the local police, then the wires to London, hummed with a word.
1: Can you leave the body where it is? I expect so, Inspector. He won't worry about it, poor fellow. Very well. I'll be down from the yard as soon as I can get a car.
0: Inspector Manson and Sergeant Bright left Scotland Yard, careening out of the gates on two wheels and roared out of London and into Essex. They set a record reaching the scene of the crime. The two policemen, quiet in their plain clothes, asked the local constable to move the crowd of curious well back from the body. Then the team from the yard went to work. A rotten killing, Inspector. Bad as I've seen. Four bullets where one would have been enough. It looks
1: like a cop hater, Inspector. Turn cop killer. Lift the head a moment. Right, sir. Huh. Here they are. Two slugs.
2: Forty-five, Went right through him. Oh, we never had a chance. The angle of the cheek wound, sir. From below and to the side. Back seat of the car he stopped. Tire marks, Inspector? Hmm? Right here. In the shoulder of the road.
1: And deep enough for casts. Still holding his pencil. It's what we're all afraid of on traffic duty. What's your number and the shots. That's all. I still don't get the eyes, Inspector. Old story... Legend. When a criminal shoots a policeman, the criminal's image is supposed to be imprinted on the poor fellow's retinas. Just
0: superstition. Let's go, Sergeant. We can... Just superstition, but perhaps a mark, a clue, pointing to the habitual criminal. The police routine began. The tire marks were taken up in plaster casts. The bullets were turned over to ballistics. The search, the almost blind search, began. In the course of their duty, Inspector Manson and Sergeant Wright dropped in on the superintendent of the local police.
2: See, hey, the car's over my rounds. I can't afford to wait until the insurance company is satisfied, nor for my patients. I know you're busy, what, with the murder and all that, but surely you can spare some time. <coughs> oh, what? Oh, Inspector Manson, come in. Sorry to intrude, sir,
1: but the sergeant and I are about ready to go back to London. I see. Now, this is Dr.
2: Lewis, our resident practitioner. Doctor, Inspector Manson, and Sergeant Wright, Scotland Yard. How do you do? Uh, how do you do, sir? It's Scotland Yard. Well, about the murder of that poor policeman. That's right, Doctor. And The doctor's car's missing. I've been explaining to him how he have been tied up on the killing. Which, of course, I understand. But I need my car, gentlemen. I almost missed a berth last night. Came out of my house, expected to hop into my car. No car. Uh, about what time was that, sir? About 3 a.m. First time I think like that's ever happened round
1: here. I see. Rather interesting coincidence.
2: Well, how so, Inspector?
1: One of the familiar patterns in our work is to have a policeman attacked when he stops a stolen car by the Lord Harry. May I, Superintendent? Of course. Will you describe the
0: car, Doctor? Within minutes, Sergeant Wright was on the telephone.
2: All station allowed. Dark blue Morris sedan, number TW8529. Registered in the name of Dr. Morris.
0: Within six hours, he's been abandoned. Dr. Lewis was taken for the automobile ride of his life, sirens screaming, tires squealing. No time to waste. This your car, Doctor? It certainly is. Give it a going going
1: over, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Let's have a look inside, Doctor. Hmm. Flashes on the outside of the door. Could be blood. Yes, it might, but it will be. Oh. You own a pistol, Doctor? Good heavens, no. Why? Cartridge case on the floor.
2: Here. See it? Mm. Forty-five caliber. Notice anything missing? Yes, my instrument bag. I left it on the back seat, as I usually do. Some quite valuable surgical equipment and all that. Hard to come by, these days. I understand. Yes, sir? Earth and dried grass, sir. Curbside wheels, front and back. Mudguard damaged on that side as well. And the tires, sir, I'd not want to state positively until we check the casts. But they look the same as the marks on the road. Ah, excellent, Sergeant. Here's something may help. Uh, Inspector, Sergeant. Yes, Doctor. The speedometer. I keep a trip record every 24 hours. Just a habit. When I left the car last night, the speedometer read 40.9 miles. It's 84.3
1: now. The car has come 43.4 miles. That may be quite a help to us, Doctor. Perhaps more than you realize.
0: first point which came to mind as the inspector and the sergeant drove back to Scotland Yard.
1: Forty-three miles. Took a lot of back roads. Whoever it was must be known. No fingerprints in the car either.
0: Then next,
1: as the car turned into the yard. He must know Essex rather well an angle worth working on.
0: A little while later, with a pile of dossiers on his desk, the inspector said...
2: What do you think of this one, Sergeant? Thomas Green, also known as Greenie Thomas and Ted Grenville, convicted 1920 possession of firearms, mm-hmm. convicted fraud and forgery, convicted car thefts. Oh. So, known as operator garage in Eastwood, Essex, alters stolen cars. No, Essex, is, doesn't he? He's a possibility, sir. Habitual, fits the rest of the characteristics. Shall we have Mister Green in, Sergeant? Yes, sir. Operator. Human cry message to all stations. Photo for posting will follow shortly. Wanted for questioning, Tom Green, also known as Green...
0: So far, so good. Maybe they were on the right track. Maybe not. The alarm went out. Out to every station house and crossroads in England. Every policeman from the south coast to the border of Scotland was alerted for Mr. Thomas Green, also known as Greeny Thomas, and so forth. The result... Nothing. Not a sign. Not a
1: trace. (laughs) Here's something, Sergeant. Police in Lancashire picked up a fellow answering Green's description. He confessed to a burglary to prove he wasn't in Essex the night Matthews was shot.
2: I imagine they know we don't like cop killers.
0: No, they don't like cop killers. But they still had no trace of the suspect. None at all. For seven long weeks. (laughs)
3: Want to make something of it? Hey, hey, what's going on here? I have to report this, you know. This man forced me into the wall. Is that correct, sir? You're green. There's an order out for you. Keep that driver, or you'll get it too. Dirty rotten. (laughs) Get this out Get the number of that car! I can't see! I, I got it, lad! GR5607!
0: Well, today, as I told you, this receipt lies in its proper place. An honored place. In the Black Museum. Now back to Theatre of the Mind on 104.5 Shum FM. policeman shot. Luckily, not fatally. Another car number obtained. Immediate check. Yes. A stolen car. A Vauxhall this time. Several times thereafter, in the course of ten days, that number appeared on a Scotland yard teletype.
2: Armed robbery. Cinema cashier. Lone thief seen leaving area in car number GR 5607. That's green, all right. He's broken cover with a vengeance.
1: It is again, Sergeant. Same number. This time he held up a railway
2: station. He's made another stop, sir. This time a bank messenger. Same car, same number, GR5607.
1: Inspector Manson here.
2: Sergeant Wright, sir. Report from Sheffield. They've got the Vauxhall Green was using. He sold it to a used car dealer. Man suspected of being a fence.
1: Meet me at the gate, Sergeant. We are going to Sheffield.
0: General Matthews was long gone. you know, several weeks in fact, but the wheels of vengeance for his unnecessary death ground on in Sheffield, Inspector Manson talked briefly into the point.
1: Now get this straight. The man who sold you this car is wanted on suspicion of murder. Hold out on us and you'll be an accessory after the fact. We'll see to that.
3: That was I to know, Inspector. He had owner's papers. They looked all right. I paid him in good faith, I did.
1: Save it. You received stolen goods. Now then,
2: what do you know about this man? Nothing, sir, nothing. Tell him, Sergeant. You know plenty. We happen to have checked. You were associated with him in a garage business in Essex. Now
3: talk. I'm honest. I didn't know nothing. He told me he got the Vauxhall through a garage he's interested in, in in Battersea. You can't pit it.
0: Back to London. The chase seemed getting warmer. Outside the garage in Battersea, Inspector Manson and Sergeant Wright sat in their park car and waited.
2: Car coming this way, sir. The lights in the rear view mirror.
0: I see it,
1: Sergeant. Patience, Sergeant. He's only turning in.
2: A caught his face in the light, sir. It's green, all right. Chauffeur's outfit. Let's go. Take care. He's left the car on the ramp, sir.
1: Yes. Probably gone to change his clothes. Check the car, Sergeant. Side pocket of the door.
2: Right, sir. A Webley 45, Inspector. Huh.
1: Oh, 45. Let's get him. Listen well, a moment. He's in there. Take care of the door, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Oh,
2: what's the meaning of this? What do you want? Are you green... Let go, copper! If i would not done... Oh, thanks, sir. He almost had me. Put the cuffs on him. We'll take the Webley and get him back to the yard. Hello. Oh, what's this on the workbench? Medical case, sir. Initials on it, R.L. Huh? For Robert Lewis, Inspector. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's go, Sergeant. And you needn't be too gentle with him.
0: At long last... Tom Green, alias Greeny Thomas, was in custody. And an untoo pleasant customer, this fellow.
1: Hey, when do I get something to eat, copper? We'll get to that. You're in for questioning on a possible murder charge. I must warn you, anything you may say... Where were you on the night of October 26th last? I was in London with my girl.
3: What's more, she'll swear to it.
1: Where did you get the revolver we found in the pocket of the car? I
3: bought it from a sailor. <laughs> Never got his name or number.
1: We found another Wibbly in the doctor's case green. Where did you get that? I ain't talking. The first one's been certified as the gun that killed Constable Matthews. That's the gun you said you bought from the sailor in September. What? Oh, then I got it mixed up. Ah. Yeah, I must have bought the gun in the case from the sailor, and, and the one you say killed
3: the copper I picked up in November. So what? You got plenty of cops, haven't you, Inspector?
2: How <laughs> are we coming on the check of Green's friends, Sergeant? They're all accounted for and all with alibis, except this fella Davis. Yes, it's funny about him. Yeah? What? Well, he spent most of his life in Stir. But the last time he got out, he upped and married. In Sheffield. In Sheffield? And Green took that stolen Vauxhall
1: to Sheffield? Let's bring Mr. Davies in, Sergeant. I'm rather interested in him.
0: Once again, the two police officers drove their car in the direction of Sheffield. Along the road, they stopped at a service station. Ten gallons of gasoline, handle up the oil and water. They pay the attendant and ask for a receipt. Vouchers will have to be signed in the usual police routine.
1: Your receipt, Inspector. tax full, oil and water fine. Thank you. Hmm. Quite a receipt you hand out. <laughs> My partner's idea. He likes it. Look at this, Sergeant. Stamped with a gallows, complete with corpse. And marked, settled. Rather appropriate, eh?
0: It might have been more appropriate if they'd had more success in Sheffield
2: too late, Inspector. Our bird flown? Yes, sir. Left town the day before yesterday. The day we picked up Green. I see. Well, we'll find him. I'm beginning to feel more
1: like a tracer of missing persons than an officer on a murder case.
0: The familiar police machinery went back into action. The underworld was watched. The hue and cry message went to all stations. Within a few days this time, word came through.
2: Davis has been seen with his wife in Liverpool, sir. All right, Sergeant, we'll travel.
0: In Liverpool, they found the hideout well watched. Davis wasn't there. His wife was at home. The place was a down-at-the-heels lodging house, disreputable, filthy. Inspector Manson made a decision.
1: We'll wait for him outside, Sergeant. i found that most men will put up a much harder struggle when the women are present.
0: So they waited. Waited in the dark shabby street. Far off, they could hear the fog coins of the ships in Liverpool's busy roadstead.
2: Eerie noise they make, isn't it? I don't mind it. Seems, uh, well, friendly. Uh, it depends, sir. Hey, someone just passed the second street lamp down that way, sir.
1: Don't show yourself. Wait until he passes under the next one. We can be sure, then. That's our man. When he's closer to the sergeant.
2: Right, sir. All right, Davis, please come quietly. Would you... Stay away from me! I said come quietly, Davis. Come away! Look me and don't take me! A a Never point a gun at a police officer, Davis. He'll come quietly now, Inspector.
0: They were quite a pair. Defiant, snarling Tom Green. Moaning, whining Davis. The Inspector knew he had Green on the evidence, but the two bullets that had been fired from the back seat of the car were unexplained except by the presence of a second man. Was Davis the man? How to prove it?
1: You haven't satisfied us, Davis. You've told us Green asked you to manage his garage. That's right. I don't know nothing about October the 26th. We think you do. Were you with Green that night? I was with my wife. (laughs) And Green says he was with his girl. Did you shut up the garage? No.
2: Yes, I did. No business that night, anyway.
1: Yes, sir. A note for you, sir. Thank you. I see. Thank you. All right, Davis. Green's talked. There's nothing to talk about. He says you pulled the trigger. He says he was already in gear. And Ridgeway was going to let you go when you fired from the back seat. The cop had
2: his foot on the running board. I never did a Ah, single...
1: Nice timing, Sergeant. I think you'd better talk, Davis. You're for it in any case. Speak up,
3: man
2: all right yeah sure I was with Green that night we picked a car to swipe down there in that Essex village a doctor's car we had to work fast a dog started barking we pushed the thing from in front of the house and got in Greeny was driving we'd have been fine but that dumb cop had to stop us he knew the car thought it was the doctor but I didn't kill nobody it was Greeny all the way it was Greeny I never killed nobody Nobody! Actually, I tell you, I didn't kill nobody. Nobody.
3: Nobody. All
1: finished, Davis. <laughs> Would you like to see the note, Sergeant Right-handed? Me? No. no, I don't want to look. A receipt, Davis, for ten gallons of petrol, stamped with a gallows and marked "Settled."
0: <laughs> and today, as I told you, that receipt can be found in a place of special honor. In the Black Museum. There was no doubt, of course. From the angle of the wounds in Constable Matthews' face, it was clear that at least two bullets had been fired from the back seat of the stolen car. Davis's counsel tried to pin the blame on Green. Green's counsel tried to place it all on Davis. The jury found both men guilty, and both were sentenced to hang. Green tried to cheat the gallows, hiding a razor blade in his cell and cutting his wrist one night. But the guards discovered this in time, and the trap fell twice one morning. So the case of Constable Matthews was marked, settled. And now, until next time, till we meet again in the same place, and I tell you another story of the Black Museum, I remain, as always, obediently yours.